0: is a resource that God has given us. And with this resource, we are saying we want to give it away so that every local church is not left behind.
1: Welcome to Renew Our World podcast. Renew Our World is a global movement of Christians who believe in helping one another, calling for justice and caring for creation. Join us this season as we'll be discussing the latest in climate news, chatting with theologians, activists, and some of our incredible members and friends working on the ground. I am your host, Jessica Wali. Welcome to another yet exciting episode of the Renewal Award Podcast. Today I have... Uh, two people that are so passionate with what they do and they are from two different countries so I'm very very privileged to having a sit down with uh, uh, the two guests that we have today and we'll be talking about something that is um, I think mostly on people's ears and mouths uh, so much and uh, they'll just give us an in-depth on that so before I even introduce my guests for today My name is Jessica Wali, and uh, the next few minutes we are going to uh, have an in-depth of uh, CCT, that is Change and Community Transformation, and today I'm privileged to have people that are actually trainers when it comes to CCT. These are people that have uh, had uh, impact, and they've had uh, engagement with a lot of uh, uh, people out there in making sure that uh, uh, Change and Community Transformation uh, um, uh, is taken out there in the communities and these are no other than Ann Mumbi and Martin Oswege. So Ann Mumbi is the country director uh, for Zambia that is in the South and East Africa region and we also have Martin Oswege, who is the CCT regional advisor. And uh, in the next few minutes, uh, or the next uh, ten or twenty minutes, uh, we'll be having a conversation with them to just give us an insight on uh, how the the process has been in the region, how CCT has been received, and also just uh, some of the the major milestones that they can look back at uh, today. So, without further ado, Anne, welcome, and uh, Martin, welcome. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, thank so thank you, so much, Jessica. Thank you, Anne. I will start with you, Ann Mumbi. First, uh, if you could just introduce yourself. Uh, I'm sure maybe some people may have uh, seen this name before, heard this name before, but how does Ann uh, describe herself? Who is Anne?
0: Well, uh, Anne Mumbi is uh, a committed Christian. Uh, I, I love my journey uh, uh, with God. I am the country director for Zambia. I have been uh, in this position for the last uh, six, seven years, but I have been with Tia Fund actually for more than that. I first worked as an HIV AIDS advisor uh, for then what was called the uh, Eastern and Southern Africa team, ESAT. Now that has changed to being called Southern and Eastern uh, Africa, uh, Tia region. Uh, And then I moved on to uh to be country director so i think briefly that's that's an yeah that's how i would describe my journey in tier fund and i am very very passionate about what i do and particularly working with the local church to see the local church just become what god had called it to be
1: mm-hmm. yes thank you so much Anne, and thank you for allowing us to come into your world <laughs> thank you so much uh martin um When we hear the name Martin, who is Martin? How would you describe yourself?
2: Yeah, this is Martin. And uh, if I could describe myself, I think, again, he's a committed Christian and a person who always uh, want to see how to bring Jesus in my life and to help me to bring impact to the uh, community, to other people. So, as for me, I think I've uh, started working alongside TIER Fund since 2008, so it's a bit uh, long time to describe how I've been closer to TIER Fund. So I started there when I worked as um, a graduate volunteer, when, uh, soon just after my college. And then uh, from there, I coordinated the process, uh, CCT process, uh, since then up to 2018 when I uh, was officially, uh, you know, uh, recruited as a Fund staff uh, to coordinate the CCT program in Southern and East African regions. So I've been in this pro- position over the past six years, so to say, though uh, before that I've been working with in <laughs> <laughs> Different
1: ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Martin. And um, I will get back to you to just look at uh, the coordination of CCT in the region, how it's been. Uh, Anmumbi, um, in case somebody's hearing the latest CCT today, or they are hearing the words uh, 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 church and community transformation today, what is CCT?
0: Uh, thank you so much, Jessica. Uh, I know that CCT
1: is the buzzword
0: <laughs> in Tia Fund, yes. uh, and this to us in Tia Fund is church and community transformation, and it's one of our, our corporate priorities. And in these corporate priorities, we are partnering uh, with the local church. It's the, it's, the, it's, it's the end outcome of what we really want to see when we have worked with the journey uh, with the church. Uh, we believe that the church is the number one uh, plan that God uh, had intended, you know, to use on planet Earth to be able to reach out to his people. Uh, and so we actually begin by equipping the church uh and as we equip the church, I have I'm not mentioning the word uh, integral uh, integra mission because the integral mission is, is is what we actually really are doing that is part of the church and community transformation. and that's what we want to see at the end of actually being engaged in integral mission that the church out there will be transformed and in the end will work with her community and transform her community, that we will see people living out the vision of Tia Fund, that people who have God-given potentials using their locally available resources are actually living transformed lives, are empowered, and in a way that is sustainable and holistic.
1: That's beautifully said and really as simple as that, but very, very powerful, very simple and very... Uh, uh, clear. Thank you so much, Anne for just uh, uh, making us understand in the simplest way what CCT is. Uh, Martin, let's look at the coordination. You mentioned uh, you being actually the, the regional advisor uh, on CCT in, in the southern and eastern Africa from the stats when CCT was incorporated in the region, how has it been? And uh, looking at the journey, where you are today, what are some of the moments that you look back and say, I think we are really doing something. There is an impact here, we can continue doing it. Or there isn't, we can actually try something else.
2: Yeah, of course, uh, Looking, uh, standing now and look back the way CCT was probably in the beginning, I think for me there are so many things that we can uh, thank and appreciate God that has helped us um, as Sierra Region, as Tier Fund, that we have done something. One of the things that you could see uh, in the beginning, we were not really much engaging with the denomination, but right now you could see we have a number of denomination, maybe more than 50 denomination, that are engaging in CCT. They are supporting their, their local churches to do this. And we have some of those denominations which have owned. They are sourcing the process. Just uh, they feel like CCT is part of uh, their theology, and uh, they feel something that he, he is, I say, helping them to minister the way God wants them to minister. That's number one thing. But at that particular time, we didn't have the theological uh, college scaling up CCT. But now I could tell you, we have more than 20 theological college in this region that they're embracing the uh, CCT. They are doing the curriculum by themselves. They are, you know, offering even uh, indoor uh, CCMP course. Some of them, they have integra- integrated within their uh, curriculum just to offer inter- as an, an integral mission, uh, you know, tool. So it's really something that we, we, we must appreciate God that has really supported us to ensure that uh, there is something that has happened when it comes to CCT within our, our region. But we could talk about, you know, peer organization we have impacted even the other like-minded organization. We talk about Compassion International. We talk about HOPE International. We talk about, uh, you know, uh, Danish, uh, this is called Danish Mission Council for Devo- Development Department, currently known as CKU. They also, the good thing for them, they have, you know, adopted the tool. They are also uh, scaling, uh, using it with their partners to do uh, CCT as a tool for, you know, integral mission. So. It's a milestone that you can say we see that uh, as TF Fund we have real supported or we have br- brought impact to the uh, to the communities. But we could talk about the trainers. We could talk about the number of local church that we have uh, real uh, 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 impacted as part of this process.
1: Okay, yep. uh, you've mentioned about the theological institutions that uh, you've actually engaged with. Is this something uh, exclusive to the region, or that's it's something that other regions have also taken up?
2: Yeah, of course, I know other regions are also, uh, you know, uh, doing doing this, but I think for us, uh, what I would see we have gone even uh, further miles we have even university like central university if i could mention they are offering diploma in CSMP. we have harare uh, theological college they are even doing degree in C M P. so you could see such kind of milestone that but we have this theological college in our region and in the beginning it wasn't easy you know we, as, uh, we, we used to do this as a conversion convention, uh, convention tool, but now bringing the academician, come on board, convincing them, that's something that can work. And especially these are theologians, but at the end of the day, they feel like something that is good, and they are very busy just doing this. And you go in almost all the countries, you'll find that there is something that is happening in theological colleges. So that's what I feel like we have gone uh, a bit further miles compared to other regions. That,
1: that is very... Good, and congratulations to the to the region. That's a very huge mile, I say, because uh, uh, combining academics and also the calling of God, I think it's what uh, anyone would wish for, especially in this century. Because at least it would be easy to go about every day uh, with the backing of the God's calling and also the the qualification of uh, academics. And Mumbi, uh, let's bring it um, a little in the grassroots, on the grassroots. What uh, if if I were to point out or if somebody was to ask Anu, in this journey, what is your most memorable moment? What community have you gone to and you feel like, God, I'm glad I came to this community and looking at maybe the transformation that has happened because when you look at CCT, we're looking at communities being transformed We're looking at churches being transformed. So do you have a specific uh, moment that you'd like to bring us in on and just share with us and what that meant to you? Thank you so much, Jessica.
0: I could spend the whole day. <laughs> yeah. I could spend the whole day actually going from one community to another, because uh, the the beauty with CCT is that in every community, wherever you take it, something begins to happen. So, so there are so many many stories. Uh, both at individual level, at church level, and at community level, that I can actually be able to uh, to tell you. But maybe I can zero in in one community that uh, also has um, uh, there's there's a, there's a documentary that that is being done on it, uh, and and I think a number of people also have seen that documentary about a community in the northwestern part of Zambia uh, called Lihukwa. And I'm bringing it because at least it's familiar with uh, some of those people that I've heard about it, but not that it's the only story. There are many, many, many stories that have impacted my life. So with the Lihukwa story, actually, uh, you really begin to see how integration impacts a community. Here is a community that in the first place felt they were nothing, they felt they were cursed, they felt their soils could not do anything. Nothing could actually come out of that community. They felt they were destined to be poor and they believed it. And in the coming in of integral mission or, or, or church and community transformation, really beginning to engage in Bible studies, uh, beginning to, you know, to have uh, the participation in everything that actually they were doing with the church being present there and the church seeking to become Relevant there and working together with the community. They began through the Bible studies to realize that actually they were blessed uh, They were not cursed, and there was much that would come out of the community and today the community that was hungry is no longer hungry the community that felt was kissed and they could not go to school. They have their own local school. They have their own local post. They have responded to the to the mission as Jesus actually walked the mission because he taught. He the teaching appealed to the mind, and so they have a school now. Uh, Jesus healed that appealed actually to the physical uh, 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 body, and so, and so and so now they have that little health center in in place and 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 talk about the other physical things that are happening in there they are able to farm now they are able to grow things that they were not growing and they are able to share that and export that to other towns and so the community has has literally transformed and it's still on the journey it's not still there in terms of what where they want to be they have done the dream the dreaming and they they have put their dreams and they have seen what has happened and they are saying to themselves, we can actually reach our dreams. They they thought about solar power, so they have integrated issues of climate change uh, within, within, within within their journey. And, and now they have solar power and they have realized that actually we don't have to be in the city and, be, uh, and, and we don't have to be along uh, the grid lines. Even when we are very far away from the grid lines of power, we still can actually have power. So they are beginning to harness the opportunities that solar uh, energy uh, brings in, and and they they have realized that with that actually they can become a little city in themselves, and and that's part of their dreams and part of their journey. And this has been made possible because they they now have a continuous process of engaging in conversation through the Bible studies, challenging themselves through that, studying and seeing the possibilities that it's very possible that they can actually live a better life, both spiritually and physically as well yeah
1: wow.
0: so otherwise the communities are many and the stories are many that yeah. i can
1: give one by one yeah but I, I'm, I'm just having um an imagination i'm sure even the people that are listening may be having an imagination like how is this uh, uh, community looking like now? And also when you hear all that uh, transformation, uh, I know it's, it calls for a lot, like for for the people to actually get to change their mindset, like you were mentioning, Anne, to say, they never thought they could actually get to be in a better place. But for the transformation to happen, I understand there's a lot of uh, you know uh, training conversation, and also just trying to change somebody's mindset has to happen, but also, that uh, um, does not exclude the fact that resources has to be used. And I know you mentioned about, you know, utilizing the natural resources that we actually have. I think, uh, Martin, I'd like you to to share more, shed more light on 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 this, just in case there's a community out there that are thinking, how do we get transformed? How do we get to be from a place that, you know, we don't have this much and we get to this much? Is what you as trainers, uh, do you, do you, Give handouts. Maybe that's a question that actually, you know, a lot of us would be thinking like, how how do I get? Where do I sign? Where do I send to get you know some help? So, but how do you make sure that people realize that dream? What resources? How do they utilize those resources?
2: Yeah, maybe before just responding direct to that question, uh, we may just have an understanding that uh, Africa is one of the continent that has been you know blessed with a lot of the resources. And almost everywhere, every country I go, you find that there are a, bit of a lot of resources over there, and therefore, one of the probably critical challenges that we have is the so-called the, the dependence, uh, you know, mindset that we have, and that is where now CCT become exactly relevant tool to help these people, you know, first of all, to change their thinking, their worldview. They are understanding that to have an understanding that God has blessed them and they have the ability really to, you know, to change the situation by themselves. Because that's I think that's a key stumbling block for us as an African to real you know, uh, get transformed. So with this, uh, what are we doing when it comes to CCT? The very important thing is for people to understand that they have made... Before the image of God and God wants them to be you know to meet their needs by themselves they have to live a good life the way God has you know intended them as you see the life in the Garden of Eden before the fall that's that's what we normally help people to understand and therefore we normally empower them that yes you can you can and with that spirit of yes I can because actually you are a child of God then you need now to start open your eyes to see what's survival, what, what God has blessed you around you. Is it land? Is it, you know, the liver? Is it, what, what do you have that God has given you? And that is what actually people start to utilize. In CCT we do discourage the handouts because that's one that is killing the, the, the you know, the, this uh, mindset of people where they feel like the one who's giving them is always the master. But now we are saying that we need you to start by yourself because God is, uh, you know, alongside with you just to help you to to reach what, uh, to get what you want. And therefore, with that mindset change that we are normally using the Bible study to reflect in the Bible, you know, journey with the people, what they, they can see, how God is speaking with them. Now you could say, you find people starting to do their work slowly. Once, if it's about land. Some could engage in, you know, business, uh, small business, or some could start whatever that is, they feel that we don't direct them what to do. But the only thing that we are we are helping them, you can transform your life. So we empower their thinking, their ability and understanding. And therefore, you find people they are able to do by themselves. So just to answer your question, we don't do not do handouts. We discourage that one because we feel it's real discouraging people to do. And even once you find people in their self-groups, go in our... Uh, CCT self groups, we do not give them the so-called the seed funds. They could just initiate themselves from zero. Then tomorrow they have 10, 20, a thousand millions by themselves. And then they could celebrate and see, oh, of course, God has helped us to do this. Because we believe their miracle uh, will just come, God will do the miracle for uh, using the people themselves. So that that's how actually we, we normally do
1: when it comes to CCT. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a very powerful way to do things so that in an event that you don't continue to go and have conversations with them, the community will still run because, you know, they didn't start with where getting something from you. So even though you're not there, the community will still thrive and they'll still, you know, they'll still be able to be a success. Um, Martin, you're from Tanzania, anu from you're from Zambia. It's amazing how both of you work so well together to make sure that you know you're you are, you are, you are helping communities out there getting transformed and also you're bringing in the churches uh, together. We are currently in Livingston, uh, one of the cities um, uh, in Zambia. There's a, uh, a mentorship, a CCT mentorship uh, workshop going on. And maybe in just, uh, as we'll be wrapping up, in just a few words, could you just uh, bring us in what's going on, uh, uh, the trainers that you brought together, what are you hoping that they get to uh, take out there even as uh, they leave the mentorship uh, workshop?
0: Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Jessica. We thought it was a very, very important time uh, for us to bring the, uh, the trainers together and really begin a mentorship process. Again, this is in view of the changes that are happening within TIAFAN, that we have recognized and realized we are, we are more and more of an influencing organization. We, we have, over the years, influenced change in many places, and therefore we, 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 we thought we could actually begin to mentor uh, our trainers to become, uh, uh, as trainers, uh, influencers in themselves to recognise the role of influencing in 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 their journey as trainers and as well as facilitators. And so we 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 really brought them to you know to begin to understand this journey that we are going to walk as we engage with denominations, as we engage with theological colleges, as we engage uh, with like-minded organisations, and also wherever they found them where they find themselves. Uh, you know, how can they be able to influence, you know, uh, what they actually have, what they know? Because what this has become to us as TFNC City is more like this is a resource that God has given us. And with this resource, we are saying we want to give it away so that every local church, is not left behind wherever we are found and so we are beginning to inculcate and so this meeting was about really consolidating our skills really looking at do we have the relevant skills that it takes as a trainer to to be able to you know to influence Uh, And so we we were able to talk about influencing, what our understanding of influencing is and what kind of skills do you need to be an effective influencer. And I think it's something that uh, they have really taken in very excitedly and really looking forward. And I think they've even expanded the list of denominations they want to reach. Uh, within themselves, they're actually beginning to to have that conversation. And again, we wanted to begin to build the relationships amongst the trainers, because relationship building is one of the key aspects uh, in the CCT journey. And so we felt we also need to actually bring this culture to grow among them, that actually they... Uh, they need to have strong relationships and to have a strong culture of working together. Uh, it's, it's, it's not competition in terms of who is more competent, who does what, but realizing that they're differently gifted, but they are all trainers and they are all facilitators and they can each uh, use each other's strength uh, whenever it comes to doing CCT, either with a denomination or with an, uh, an organization or within their own local church. And so that was the, the whole purpose of really coming uh, together. So again, we brought in Martin because Martin is a, is a technical person and our regional advisor. Also just to actually be able to scan this and be able to see and input in, you know, to strengthen this. And we also had some super trainers that we have in the region also coming in to actually support this process. So we want to build this process and we want to, uh, you know, to ensure that maybe once every year, we can bring the trainers and, and continue to mentor them. It's more or less like about sharpening each other's skills. So how can they become sharp in what we do? Because we know that this is the core business of Fund And Fund doesn't work alone. Fund works with the local church and so uh, and then the trainers come from the local churches and so when we do this we, we also know that we are empowering the local church we are building its capacity uh and then they can actually go on even in the even in the absence of tier fund they can actually go on and give quality uh, facilitation
1: wherever they are found wow. yes that's, that's a very good course and I'm, uh, I'm so proud of the both of you for actually making this uh happen um because um just like you said, that TFN, we're really trying to see how we're going to continue to influence. So if the people that are trainers, uh, you know, really understand this call, I think it would be very easy to even push CCT, even further into the communities. As we wrap up, uh, Martin, uh, why would you recommend CCT to a person who is listening to it? today, for the first time, like, oh, what is is this, uh, you know, the CCT that uh, these two are talking about? What would you recommend, uh, you know, for them? Maybe especially even as pastors, as churches, as communities, what can CCT actually do uh, for them?
2: I believe as a local church, this is the only organization that God has created to bring impact to the community, to bring change to the community. And if the local church will not do anything, then I believe nothing will happen in all. We will not have the so-called harmonious community. And therefore, one of the things that the local church needs to embrace is the so-called integral mission, which I believe that is our calling, uh, especially we as Christians and we as, uh, you know, people are working with the church. Therefore, CCT is a tool that among the two that actually is really helping a pastor, helping uh, you know a Christian, helping an organization to bring that aspect of uh, integral mission and help the local church uh, to be a real salt and light to the community. And because of that, I will do recommend that for uh, whoever who is listening that uh, you want to bring impact to the community among the two that uh, you may want to pick. In the so called CCT that will help your local church to do integral mission to bring impact to the community to be salt and light at the way God has called us to be in this community in this uh, world. Yeah.
1: And if someone is sought with what Martin has mentioned, mm-hmm. how can they be a part of How does it change? Okay, I think I'm really happy with what I've heard. As a church, I would want to be a part. How do I sign up? How do I? Uh, is there someone, especially in the region? We're talking about the 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 Sierra region. How do I? Who do I go to? Uh, so that you know, I would want my church to also just benefit from from this really good uh, thing called CCT. Uh, our doors
0: are open, uh, Jessica. We are there for the local uh, uh, church. However, we have uh, a strategy yes. uh, that we have developed to enable us actually uh, uh, reach out to the church. The, the demand right now is very high. Uh, and because of that, so it's it's through the strategy that, that, that we are now being able to actually touch denominations because we know that some of the local churches that really want this, thing to happen belong to a particular denomination. So with working with denominations, I can give you an example. For instance, we are working with the Assemblies of God in Zambia, and this is a denomination that has over a thousand local churches. So it means within their structure, if we can influence uh, this, you know, this denomination, it means that actually we have left seeds, we have planted. Uh, something in the denomination and the skills and the capacity in a denomination, then that goes down themselves. They take it down further to their own uh, local churches. However, there are some that even when denominations are engaged, they still do not We have all these facilitators and trainers that we have that are scattered all over the country. And so in many cases, we also do make recommendations and and we make connections. We tell them where you are in your district, reach out to this particular person. Whenever they have time, they will be able to actually help you do an envisioning and maybe begin to invite them to some of the local sessions they have So that they can actually, you know, uh, uh, get to speed or get to know or get to learn and understand how the process actually works. So we are there for the church to work with the local church. And we are excited to work with them. As Martin was saying, ours is to ensure that the church becomes the church. It becomes the light. It becomes the sort of the community because that's its mandate. And so we are proud and happy to actually walk alongside the church and enable it to become that. We are enablers as Tearfund. fund. We just enable the church to become that through the equipping that we do. And so if you are there, you are a local church and you want to get in touch with us, we are ready uh, to actually embrace you and we will make the right connections so that you actually get what you want and be and, and take part into this process. It's an empowering process.
2: And just in addition to yes. what Anna said, even in different countries, mm-hmm. there are structures that you could connect with uh, either TfN staff or, you know, structure the regional, whether the regional director or whoever. And then in this country, there are, you know, facilitators, trainers. are there, be the, you know organization that they want to embrace cct we could link you with a particular person there then they will help you to know how do we design how we do and everything that will go there so it's an open tool that is free to be used by whoever, whoever to use for the chat, yeah. wow. thank you
1: so much and and martin as uh we we'll wrap up as i let go of uh, you and as we come to the end of uh, this episode of renew award podcast And what is your favorite Bible scripture and what does it speak to your soul? I have I have several Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> of the, of the <laughs> many nights. Of of Why? <laughs> uh, which one is
0: the uh, most most? I, 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 think, <laughs> I think the most most, most and, and honestly, you are going to laugh. It's John 3, 16. For God so loved the world. It reminds me every day of the love of God for me. That I could have Jesus today and walk with Jesus today. That he would die for me. Mm-hmm. Buy me back. You know, when I think of anything, this scripture reminds me, I have been bought back by one who loves me so much. John 3, verse 16. You, oh that, you know God. that scripture is so powerful. It's just so, that we hear it, so, it every day. I know, so. because people hear it so often. They don't even look at it. But it's, for me, it's a very, very uh, profound scripture. Yes. It impacts me like almost on a daily basis. Knowing there's this big God, awesome God, that loves me so much, had to buy me back with his only begotten
1: son. (laughs) I'll never look at one tree the same way after this. Thank you so much. And Martin, do you have um, a favorite scripture?
2: Yes, I do. Which one is that? Yeah, as much as Anna said that there are so many, <laughs> yes. and sometimes for me I normally find like, okay, in the Bible there are some, you know, uh, people that always I like to follow uh, the way they have been. Yes. But now I'll just speak about Colossians 4, uh, verse 19, mm-hmm. telling about Archbishop to uh, take heed mm-hmm. of the ministry that he has received. Yes and so he has to accomplish it. Yes. So for me, it's about accomplishing the ministry that the Lord has given to me. Just
1: like you are doing now.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Very powerful, <laughs> Thank
1: you so much. Anne and Martin, I'm so grateful. Thank you for this time. It's amazing that uh, uh, Zambia and Tanzania could be just, uh, you know, uh, seated in, in one, one space and just have this conversation about CCTV. Thank you so much, and uh, we wish you the best in... Uh, uh, your cct training uh journey and also just to ensure that uh, you know you, you you get fulfillment because you could see how passionate you are even when you speak about this so that you get fulfillment even as you continue the works you're doing so thank you so much and god bless you thank, thank, you. thank you so much jessica thank you're welcome thank you so here ends our today's episode of the Renewal award podcast catch the new episode that will come through next time bye-bye Thank you for listening to Renew Our World podcast. Be sure to visit our website at renewourworld.net. And if you love this episode, subscribe and learn more about Renew Our World campaign and some of what our members and friends are doing. Until next time, remember, you are God's child, made in His image. So, smile.